edge. Take you to the edge with the wedge. Sour cream and switch any Good afternoon, sweet Jenny Sauce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's early evening here on the east, but over on yeah. your coast, it's still afternoon. We're still, yeah, well, we're still doing the day, still in the day, still in the Arvo, absolutely. <laughs> it's been a while since we've done our podcast. It has. I've missed you. I've missed you. We just had to, unfortunately, we had a bit of a medical issue, but all is good <laughs> now. So... Rock and roll, and away we go. I'm hey, um, I tell you what, um, how have you been anyway, darling? How have you? Yeah, yeah, really well. We've just had a month of lots of public holidays here in Queensland, so I'm pretty chilled and happy. But uh, someone did send me a message the other day saying, enjoy your last long weekend till October, and that kind of... Oh, my God. I didn't like hearing it put like that. No, it's vomit. <laughs> Um, why do they do that? Like the first, the, we need it in both, you know, especially that hard, long core of six months going, oh, the slog. Of getting... Saying that, um, I think in Brisbane, we've only been here a, a few years, there's a day off for the show, isn't there, in August? Well, you guys get the Echo, isn't it? Echo? Yeah, Echo Day, that's right, but it's a Wednesday, so it's not a long weekend. No. So it's it's a bit of a tease, I think, really, isn't it? It's still a good day off. <laughs> it is. It's a, day off. it's a bloody day off. And I tell you what, I've been uh, experiencing uh, of late, which is a bit weird. Uh, I've been having the most crazy ass dreams, like <laughs> crazy. Um, so as I just said, I had a bit of a medical episode. All is good, but obviously I had to have a few medical drugs and all the rest of it and I'm wondering if it was from the anesthetic or or those sorts of things because it has been rather amazing so on like four or five nights now in straight I've been to Bali but it wasn't Bali in like a river and crazy stuff um I've been to a party that was really boring but the more I got into the house it just got better and better (laughs) and better um oh it's just been amazing and I just thought, wow, you know, dreams are incredible. We all have them. A lot of people say they don't remember them, and, you know, that's very true. Um, but I find them very interesting, and especially the REM, the sleepwalkers, the sleep talkers, yeah. all those sorts of things, quite amazing. Uh, apparently this drug that we have, um, and I, you know, it can go off balance, of course, but it's to show that in our dreams there's two types. I should have gotten it down. Sorry about that, folks terrible uh but yeah in your brain and it what it does it makes sure that you don't act your dream out on a physical level uh, i have heard that 
before. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Um, and I also was, because, you know, the more you get into dreams and what have you, and I was like, I wonder what happens with people who are blind, who are visually impaired, who don't have that visual aspect. But apparently uh, yes. they have all the other senses. They have the smell, the touch, the taste, the, you know, those sorts of uh, things. So, yeah, look, dreams, incredible. But, yes, my God, sorry, I've just rambled there, SJ. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, but dreams are incredible. You know, one thing I will say, I I so wish that I could, I think you've actually done this. I remember you saying this a while ago, that you can make yourself dream whatever you like or you've tried mm. to. Yeah, close. It's called lucid dreaming. And what it is is when you're having a dream, you can become aware that you're dreaming. And, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I did. I should tell everyone. So years ago when my mother died, I read a book called Control Your Dreams. And I did. I did bring her into my dreams because I missed her. But um, it's more that you're suddenly aware while you're dreaming and you can control your actions. So you know how um, in, in regular dreams you kind of just go with the flow yeah. and you just, you know, whatever's happening, you just kind of accept it or you might make a choice, but it, it might not, it's not really a conscious choice you're making. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, when, you, when you're not, uh, when, when you haven't got control of it, absolutely, yes. Yeah. It's like a, you do it takes you for the ride. And you don't question it always. Like suddenly you can fly and you just you just go along with it. Whereas in a lucid dream, you might even um, realize it's a dream, and so you know you can take a run up and take like take off flying because you know that it's not real. That you can do things like that. See, that's very interesting, and that's something I've always really wanted to touch with because imagine taking control of your dreams. Oh, oh I can I, I will talk about that, but something you said before was interesting about blind people and their dreams, because mm. when I studied philosophy a long time ago now, in the 90s, and uh, I remember that question coming up, and someone was asked about how do blind people dream, and you're right, Sarah, if they've never seen, if they've been blind since birth, they do not have visual dreams, They have, but all the other senses, all their, but if they have seen in their life and then gone blind they will have visual memories but I don't know how they work this out but our lecturer said that after 20 years they don't have visual memories anymore so wow yeah but I don't know how they can actually work that out because you can't see in someone else's mind like you can't see what they're thinking can you no absolutely not Thank but God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, it, is, it is very true. But that lucid dreaming, and um, I hope I'm not getting too personal here, but when you did go in it, like, did, did you get in contact with your mum or? Well, that's, I think I just, because I read that book, Control Your Dreams, uh, I think she, I was dreaming of her a lot anyway. But because then I was learning to lucid dream, like one of the ways they said to do it is as you're falling asleep, keep asking yourself, am I awake? Am I asleep? Is this a dream? And just keep asking those questions because the book reckoned that if you ask it enough while you're awake, that when you go into your dream world, you might ask that question 
and you will realize that you are dreaming and then the lucidity takes over, then you're able to control what's going on. And, and is that do you ask that what what or during the day or just when you yeah, go at night? Like, Oh, oh, right. while you're awake, right. do it. if you do it often enough that when you are asleep and dreaming, you might that question might occur to you then. And if it does, yeah. then that's when you are lucid. Because lucid dreaming is really you're semi-awake, I suppose. Or there's a little bit of you that is in control. And, uh, yeah, I did. I dreamt of my mum. I really miss my mum. I still do. But for about the first six months, I uh, dreamt of her often. And I, you know, I remember telling her, so she had cancer. And in one dream, she said to me, if I just keep doing all the treatment, you know, I'll, I'll turn a corner. And, I'll, and I said to her in the dream, but mum, you've already died. And she screamed, and I was just so horrible. It was was really shocking, and then I woke up from that one. But another dream, I was, you know, really sad and hugging her, and and I just said, oh, Mum, I really, you know, at least everything's so sad that you're gone. I said, but at least I get to talk to you here. And she said, Jenny, you have to stop conjuring me up in your dreams. Oh, my God. I oh my know. god! I know, and, I really, and I, then I knew I had to stop, so I did. Holy sugar! I know. Do you I still know. have dreams of your mum, though? Like, cause it's very, been what? very occasionally, but I find it really interesting. Like, I feel like I she was saying, "Stop doing this." You know, you could spend your whole life just pining in your dreams for someone, and you do have to go on and live your life. And like, I do get that. Um, but I, whenever I've had a rough time in life, like probably only two or three times since she died, um, I have, she's come into my dream. She doesn't talk. Um, but you know, when I've really needed her, I'll get that amazing hug, you know, the hug that only your mum can give you. Oh, honey. (laughs) I know we've got, oh no, it's full on. Like I'm very blessed to still have my mother and, you know, obviously we're, having Mother's Day this Sunday, yeah. so all those sorts of things. So shout out to everyone who's lost their mummy and let's give you a big hug. Yeah. I can understand, well, I did, why people choose to live vicariously through their dreams. I mean, if you could go to bed every night and then just have the most wonderful experiences and, you know, um, go to the best parties like you did in your dream or, you know, I, I've had dreams like say I've been out um, having drinks with people and then I've gone home and gone to bed. Then I've had dreams that I'm back out again. Have you ever done that? <laughs> and you, Maybe just wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so you, then you dream, you go out and have all these adventures and the, the next day it's a bit hazy about whether you really did or not. Was it real or not? I know when you wake up from those dreams and – like dreams can rattle you for a couple of days, you know, and definitely sound like these last few few nights have just been. I wake up going, "Oh my god, dream that I've been having is just, oh, just insane!" Like and so, so freaking real. Like yeah, so real. dreams. They are, and the worrying. But your ones sound like they've been good. I hate when you have a vivid dream and it's been so scary. Like the recurring um, ones. I've had lots of scary dreams in my life. Like as a kid, I always dreamt of Dracula and vampires. 
But I remember one dream leaning against a wall and hands grabbing me and things out of the wall. You know, just freaky things happening. Well, yeah, um, I used to have this when I was a kid. I had this recurring dream that I used to be in this huge, like there was this big, big house and there was just hundreds of rooms and it was very, uh, like, weird, you know, weird doors and weird places and things like that and heaps of staircases. And I felt like I had to always try and get from one side of the house to the other. But And I finally got to the other side and I... um opened up this cover and there were all these heads, just people's heads in there. Oh, and we had to say, stop. I do not want those dreams anymore because uh, it was pretty crazy. And I've had, um, actually, I'll tell you what I have had, and it's pretty, I'm going to say, pretty fucking frightening for anyone who's experienced it, is sleep paralysis. Have you heard of sleep paralysis? I, I've heard of it, but I don't really know what it is. Okay, so sleep paralysis is, it's basically when you uh, feel wide awake, you, you, you're wide, well, you are wide awake, um, and you literally cannot move. You can't speak, you can't move, you can't, and it's always a horrible feeling of having a presence. Well, for me, it was. I've had it happen to me three times in my life. And uh, once, the first time, I just had no idea what was going on. Uh, the second time, I remember just being, I was lying on my stomach in this single bed. And I even had my partner next to me at the time and in a single bed. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, and all I remember is, and I would just pretty much just drifted off. And next thing I felt my ankles being grabbed, I was lifted up and literally was being one around the room by my ankles and I could see myself lying there and I was trying to scream and trying to couldn't do anything couldn't do a bloody thing right it was awful and you you feel like you can't well you can't breathe because you, you, you're frightened you know you know when you have fear when when you're scared yeah. you just, you're paralyzed it's kind of like that are your um, eyes opened while this is happening not those two times, but the one, I actually had one uh, in hospital recently that happened to me and it made me remember it. Um, so I was lying in the hospital bed, okay. I was on, lying on my left-hand side and, you know, hospitals are weird to sleep in anyway. Um, but all of a sudden I just felt, I was feeling on my left-hand side the bars of the bed under the mattress I felt like I was being pushed. Someone was pushing me down and I was frozen. I couldn't speak. I couldn't yell. I couldn't move. I was couldn't breathe. And all I wanted to do, in my head, I'm screaming, get off me. Get the fuck off me. And I finally came to and I just yelled in the hospital, get off me. Oh my goodness! It was horrible, and it really it does. It's fucking, it's frightening. It's frightening, and, and it is did, very scary. Did nurses come running? Were you yes. in hospital and they yeah, heard yeah. you? No, I had the door shut, and thank goodness I wasn't sharing the room because that would have been weird. But um, yeah. <laughs> As you look back in, in the 1800s and stuff, they actually all thought it was to do with evil spirits and stuff because it is oh. 
a feeling of um, that there's a presence in the room and they're holding you down. And you look at old pictures and they'll they'll describe these horrible, gruesome-looking creatures sitting on people, and that's how what they thought it was. And it was, um, yeah. But it, honestly, it feels like that. But just that feeling of I remember my, with my ankles, that was that was horrendous because you, just, you feel helpless. You you cannot move. It sounds horrible, but the only thing I've had close to that is a nightmare where, yeah, I feel like, you know, like you said, you often have a dream where you're on a mission or you're getting chased or you've got something to overcome, don't you? I feel like I've had a lot of dreams where something's chasing me and I've got to get away or I've got to get somewhere by a certain time. So it's always like a deadline, like hurry up and get away from this person or whatever. And so, yeah, I've felt paralyzed in that I'm being chased by someone or something, but I've never actually, well, except for in the dream thinking they're real, but I I don't think something's ever been actually holding me down. It's funny, isn't it? And it's funny how, like, you really remember some dreams that will never leave you. Like, you always remember. Like, I remember jumping on a whale's back once and just touching his arm and just, and him just taking off and we were mates and, and a flying dream and all those awesome things. Yes. Amazing. I love, I love flying dreams. They're the best. I had a dream once. I won't mention names, but years ago I had a dream that a boyfriend I had, um, how can I put it? Had... Oh, God, mention his name. Mention his name. No, <laughs> no name. But I dreamt John that he... He had dalliances with other women, and um, and then when he returned, because he was away, and I had that dream, and I said it to him. I I, I can't give too much detail because I don't want the person to know. But I who cares? He he routinely ran on you, darling. Come on, name it to me. I said I dreamt you were with like lots of other women, and his face turned white. And um, <laughs> and I think he really was thinking, like, who told you? Um, yeah, because I got it spot on. So that was a prophetic dream I've had. Well, not quite prophetic, darling. See, that, I think it's amazing how people have predictions. <laughs> no, I mean, Maybe. it was a prophecy. It told me the future. Or it was, you know, it told me the truth. Yeah. 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 Have you had I'm a dream? Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. It was pathetic of him. <laughs> yes. 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 Sorry, I thought you said pathetic. That's so funny. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. But I think it's amazing people who. I think it's amazing people who do dream um, about future happenings. And, yeah. I mean, that'd be scary. I think I've. You know, you've seen. Um, you know, those video clips where people go, and oh, I've dreamt that. Um, so and so is going to get on a plane and it's going to crash and you you have to tell them and then they don't go and then it happens i mean how frightening or i know well actually my grandfather did have prophetic dreams he dreamt people died and he said it i think he predicted it two or three times and one was a deacon like a religious guy and he said the deacon is dead he woke up from a dream said the deacon is dead and then that guy did die he was, also, he was also a headmaster at a school and he dreamt a little girl died and she did die. 
So he, oh, wow. he did it a couple of times. And then my dad said to me, his son, um, I said to, to, said to him, please don't dream about us, Dad. <laughs> because he predicted <laughs> wow. death. But, yeah, who knows? It is pretty creepy. It's, yeah, it is. It is uh, amazing. No, I love all that sort of stuff. It's yeah. certainly um and look, because we all go through it and we all do it, and I imagine, though, sleepwalking. Now, apparently, they were saying with sleepwalking, um, you know, the myth has always been, got to read it up, up a bit more, but I'm, I was reading somewhere where the, it, it's actually a myth not to wake a person sleepwalking. That you should do it. Absolutely. Well, if, what if they walked out in the middle of the road? Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, people, like, People commit some horrendous things. Um, oh, people have uh, raped. murdered, raped, murdered. Yes, gone through with the, gone through with it. Yes, it, how wouldn't that be bizarre? How would you? What would it be? Manslaughter? Do you think they'd get like? I don't know. That's a good question. But I do think. Well, obviously, when people have had too much to drink or are on drugs or whatever, they can do things that they don't remember. And I mean, imagine. Um, doing something horrendous like murdering or raping someone and then not even having a recollection. I mean, that is a bizarre thing to think about. But I want to know if you've ever had a dream that predicted something. Has that ever happened to you? You, I would have guessed that you would have. I've had little things that then, and you know, you know, when you have deja vu, I often think, I often think, have I dreamt this? Have I been through this before? Yeah, it's weird. I remember what you said. What did your sister say? She thinks dreams are. Oh, where you go when you die. Yeah, that that's the realm you enter. But I, she hopes that it's not because she has scary dreams. <laughs> I don't know. There are, uh, have you had dreams where you're like I've had dreams when I'm on a diet that suddenly there's all this food in front of me and I'm just pigging out. <laughs> yes, yeah. no, no, no. Seafood diet. Yeah. No. I, I, um, you do, you do dream about things you're sort of longing for sometimes. I think. Definitely, and uh, of course, dreams are. They say for you to sort, like, if you're going through a lot of shit, depends on your drugs, on your mental, like, you know, mental health. It depends on heaps and heaps of different things with people. Um, I find it very, you know, imagine doing all those and, you know, actually that would be a tough job, wouldn't it? Being a dream. Oh, no, no, being a dream analyst where you have to have those late shifts to watch people go and see Yes, but I thought, you know, there is a whole industry of people who do interpret dreams. Like, oh, and, and like there are, I mean, I don't know how they know. But is that like, just them? I mean, that's, I always get a little bit funny. Not funny with that, like, but how do they, yeah, how do they know what, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's not just the uh, interpretation of it. Well, didn't that start with Freud? I think Freud did a lot of dream interpretation. And I think, but with Freud, everything meant that you were in love with your father or your mother or something. But um, I think, 
Look, when you have a sexual dream about someone, oh, this is what I wanted to talk oh, that's about. That's funny, isn't that when you have a sexual dream about someone? When you that have is- a when you have a sex, this used to happen to me, and this is really embarrassing. When I went to an office, I was Well, can we just stop you there and say, thanks, sweet Jenny Sauce, for sharing an embarrassing story. Um, when I worked in magazines, um, it was a huge office, actually, because so, it had heaps of magazines, probably 20, 30 magazines. So it had, you know, 12 floors and heaps of people. So, um, you know, we'd see people around. And I had the odd sexual dream about someone from work and even someone I didn't even know, someone I'd just seen in the elevator. And then, though, when you go back to work, how embarrassing it is to see them. Yes, um, you can't look at them. Like, you're like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it is. You feel like, you know, you've seen them naked. and It, it feels awful. Well, not only naked, but you've had the mm-hmm in your heart. <laughs> Did anything happen from there or? Oh, no. But, I mean, even celebrities. I've dr- had a lot of, you know, sexy dreams with celebrities since I was really young. Like, I remember one of my first sexual dreams was Chevy Chase. Oh, ooh. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. You know, what on earth makes that pop into your head when you're dreaming? And I remember all my friends were in love with Christian Slater, but I wasn't that into him. I don't, I, I had weird taste in men, obviously. But, um... What, you smell it? What, you smell? But uh, I probably didn't fancy all the teen heartthrobs that were age-appropriate. No, no, you like your older man. She's, yes. she's got an age. Her husband's eighty years old. No, he's not. Glad. I'm joking. I'm joking. But I, I dreamt of Christian Slater and that he was really coming on to me, and it was this sexy dream. And I remember waking up thinking, like, why couldn't it have been someone I fancied? And you know, I think what it was was that too, all my friends fancied. So I was dreaming about. You know, You're trying to keep up with the girls. Well, maybe, but it was like that would be what they would have loved. But Did you I, tell? I hope you told them that you had a dream because that would have made them <laughs> get to I dreamt I had sex with last night. And see, it's funny because I probably fancied Jack Nicholson and people who were heaps older than me when I was a teenager. Yes, we, it's a sex appeal, isn't it? It's, just, it's a, you know. Yeah, but you know, I mean. It's, Looking back, I, you know, for a, t- a teenage girl to fancy a 60-year-old man is a bit of a worry. Yes, I think we need to go to counselling with that one, Jenny. <laughs> <Step into my office. laughs> now, how do you feel about older men now? Have you changed that way? Yeah, or you see, still... I have changed. I, I'm not that okay. drawn to older men. You like the younger men now, right? <laughs> <laughs> you want whatever the opposite of what you are is, <laughs> Look, no, but I don't have, I I don't know, maybe those dreams are hormonal and you have just weird dreams when you're going through puberty. I don't know. Did you have sexy dreams growing up? Of course. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Don't leave me out here hanging on my own, Sarah Green. Oh, look, you know, the the, the thing is, uh, SJ, I'm just trying to remember them. That's that's the thing, you know. It's been a few. 
Um, so long ago. So long ago. I think I need a couple of. Actually, I had a I had a dream the other night that was really bizarre. That was quite. Not it was a bit sexy, not sexual. Um, and there was this. Um, well, it was someone I know, and he was just dressed in this beautiful sailor's, you know, with all the, you know, the white uniform and and the fabulous aviator sunglasses, just looking hot and fabulous, and just really yummy, and had a smooch. And then realised it wasn't the person who I thought it was, but it was. You know when those weird things, like it was them, but it wasn't those things. And see, that's the weird thing about dreams, like how you can be one minute at your home and then you walk into a door and you're at work and then you're with one person and then they turn into another person. And while you're dreaming, you don't even question it. No, you just go with the flow, you know, hence why if you do your um, lucid dreaming. Yeah. You can turn someone into someone else. Yeah, exactly. You can do that. Control. Control. That'd be cool. Let me tell you, sorry to cut in on your sexy dream. It sounds sexy. (laughs) I do remember a bit from the book I read that taught me how to lose the dream. So what it was, oh, this is crazy, okay. Uh, The first dream they talked about, um, it was sort of just dream analysis. And it was this woman who... um, she came across a rubbish tip and she saw a doll, like just a baby doll, and she pulled it out and she started nurturing it and going, oh, you poor thing, you just need looking after. And then this wasn't a lucid dream, but her dream analyst or her psychologist or whatever said she had been abused as a kid and so that baby was her and she was pulling it out and trying to look after it. So it was really, yeah. you know, that yeah. was the meaning. Then the next one was another guy who, um, this is this is funny, but it's terrible. So he had been a soldier, I think, and he'd had post-traumatic stress. And um, he kept dreaming there were armies chasing him. So he was running, like, I think in the dream he was a civilian being chased by these soldiers with guns. So then, this is terrible. I hope I'm getting this right. They taught him how to lucid dream to overcome this nightmare that he was having, this recurring nightmare. And (laughs) what he ended up doing, they didn't tell him to do this, but this is what he did. So when they were chasing him, it became lucid, the dream. He turned them into sexy women and then, like, (laughs) ravished ravished them all. Uh, and they said, oh, no, that's not what you meant to do. Oh, that, it works for him. I think he's that's quite it. happy uh, yeah, with that. Absolutely. He turned it from a dream where he was getting chased into, yeah, a sexy dream. Um, wow. but, but really what they said, which was interesting, they said if you're having a nightmare and people are chasing after you and you're terrified, instead of just keeping on running, because that's how I feel. I feel like I'm in a cartoon where you're just getting chased constantly by Roadrunner or, you know, those kind of stupid ones where you never get caught, but it just goes on and on forever. (laughs) And um, they said what you should do is turn around. If it's lucid, you know it's a dream, so they can't really hurt you. You should turn around and say, what do you want from me? And just just by doing that confrontation, um, and they might give you an answer, but it dissolves the whole thing. It stops the... 
Yeah, and I thought that's really cool. Very cool. Very, yeah. very cool. I don't yeah, know if I, I ever put it in practice, but yeah. <laughs> if you ever find yourself in a dream and you're aware and getting chased, turn around and say, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Yeah, like, get off me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, Sarah Cream, I shared more embarrassing dream stories than you did. Hey, look, I don't really have, um, I, I remember dreaming of Brad Pitt once. It was very interesting. It wasn't sexy or anything. And because um, I've always wondered what I'd be uh, be like if I met someone, you know, how like people go crazy and they scream and they faint and have an orgasm and all the rest of it. I think I'd be very cool. I know that sounds a bit, you know, <laughs> up myself, but I, I really do. I just, I'm just not one of those people who are like, oh, my God, Brad I just, I'm just not, right, or whoever. And I uh, remember he was in one of my dreams and um, all these people are going crazy and I was just sort of, I remember just sort of staying there with my one arm and the other just sort of like eating, not eating my thumb, but, you know, just sort of like chewing on my fingernail, just sort of looking at him and he kept looking at me as to sort of go, well, why aren't you being like them? Like, do you not know who I am? It was oh, bizarre. Yeah, Sarah, it was interesting. That's just like my Christian Slater one. It was like all the other girls would be so into you, but I'm not that into you. That was exactly my Christian Slater one. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was just like, oh yeah, I joked about Brad Pitt last night. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, oh Brad Pitt. Anyway, I we're not going to get his name. I wonder what it does mean when you dream of celebrities and you like often in mine, I just know them or it's like they're just a friend. And then you do wonder, does, I think I once read it means you've got an inferiority complex <laughs> and you wish that you were hanging out with celebrities. But I, uh, I don't know about that. But no, I don't remember, I, yeah, a very few dreams. Like I remember, I'll, I'll never forget this one. It must've been about, six seven years old and uh, I was standing at this pool and there was this tiny little creature in there this tiny little creature and I jumped into the pool and as I jumped into the pool this tiny creature just grew into this massive fucking crocodile and I swam hard and fast that I'll never forget that actually I think animals are symbolic and I've dreamt that reminded me, I once dreamt I was patting a dog and it was like a Labrador from, you know, while it was on my lap. But when I went around to its face, it had a crocodile face. Oh. So it was like a lovely dog to be, like, patting it. But then I would look at its face and it had crocodile teeth. And I've had lots of dreams where animals are combined. Like, Ooh, you know, really? Yes. Yeah, oh, we need to analyze you. I know. I need to see a psych. Quick, step into my office. No. <laughs> but Sarah Cream, I don't think we're done with dreams. Like we might be done for this podcast, but I reckon Absolutely. we could. We could do a lot on dreams. Oh, dreams are great, and all those sorts of things, and uh, and then it gets into the meditation thing as well because. I love um, meditating. Meditating is amazing. And you can, that's another thing where you can create your own wherever you're going. Someone can ah, set the scene, so to speak, and then away you go. 
And actually, lucid dreaming is somehow linked to transcendental meditation because, you know, you travel, you're mentally traveling when you're, um, so it is quite similar. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Well, so we'll, definitely, we we'll definitely touch base on that again for sure, to be sure. I'm so hey, do you know something really exciting, SJ? What is it? Something very exciting. So <laughs> yes, we're on our cast box still, definitely. But yeah. we have leapt and sprondered across the fields to Spotify, 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 and to iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. Yeah. So, you don't have to sign in and do this and download. You just go, wada bang, bit of bang, bada boom, and away you go. <laughs> yes, we are on iTunes and Spotify. I'm so happy that finally happened. And Yay. Yeah, we want to hear from listeners. We We'd love to hear from listeners. Yes. And please share and subscribe and subscribe and share. And, We're you on know. Twitter and Facebook. Um, you'll find us at The Wedge with Sarah Cream and Sauce. <laughs> well, Sarah Cream, we might leave it there, but I would like Absolutely. to wish you um, sweet dreams tonight. Oh, yes. I hope they'll be actually sexy sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> yes, we can. I'll try and do some lucid stuff. <laughs> I do wish hey. sweet sexy dreams. Yeah, sweet sexy dreams, girl. Sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> on that note, uh, I fare you fare you good well and good good riddance. Take care, y'all, and uh, we'll be back on the wedge in no time at all. Yes, bye to everyone and Sarah Cream. May your dreams be saucy. Oh, always saucy. <laughs> sweet, sexy sauce. Bye. Bye.